I'm Misty Seibel, your host. Welcome to Sweet Home Seibel. I ended last week's episode saying that I put my psychic development and mediumship pretty much on the back burner while I was pregnant and then also through giving birth. The last episode ended with that, and we're going to jump forward to about July of 2021. A side note about me, I keep a ton of journals. So I'll write in a different journal every day, depending on what is going on. So I have like a meditation journal, I have a dream journal, I have a psychic development journal, I have an energy journal, I have a regular journal. I'm not kidding, and I know that sounds crazy, but it's a way for me to categorize my thoughts. The reason I do this is so that I can track my development. If you guys are interested in creating that intuitive development for yourself, I would highly recommend something like this. It just makes my life easier so that I know, oh, in my dream journal, I had this dream like six nights ago, instead of trying to flip through a full journal of other entries and other types of entries. Anyway, yeah, so side note over. Okay, it's July of 2021, and I'm in meditation. And I want to explain that this meditation is me sitting on one side of a cliff with my spirit guide, Gladys, and we stare at a bridge that's connected to another side of the same cliff. And underneath the bridge is water, and it's really far down, but it's not a scary bridge. Gladys and I sit there in meditation sometimes, and we talk about me wanting to cross over that bridge and be like basically the medium, the middle of the bridge connecting my side with the spirit side. This meditation I go to, I don't much anymore, but I used to a lot in 2021. And one day in meditation, I was sitting there with Gladys and I felt someone else on my other side. Immediately, it felt like a woman, long, dark red hair in like a white flowy gown. And she told me her name was Ophelia. She immediately felt like a long-lost sister, not blood sister, but someone I was very close to, friend, sister, confidant, and she was young and vibrant and gorgeous, and she had a bunch of gold bracelets on, and she loved dancing, and it was just an automatic connection to her. But then, of course, when you meet them in meditation, they don't always tell you right away why they are there. So I just accepted the meditation as it was. And then when I came out of meditation, I started to journal. It's funny because when I look back at this entry, there's nothing specific about it that's like, oh my gosh, I felt butterflies, I felt this. The way my entry about meeting Gladys was, I was bawling crying meeting Gladys. That didn't happen with Ophelia. So there wasn't a lot of emotion or feeling behind my meditation entry. What's interesting though, Before I wrote about Ophelia in my meditation entry, I wrote, I keep seeing the number 333 everywhere, and I asked if this was for me specifically, and if it was, to show me 333 again. Remember, asking for signs all the time. And in my journal entry, I wrote, so when I paused a show, I paused it, and the amount of time left on that show was 3 minutes and 33 seconds. So that was my final confirmation. I wrote this in my journal, and then I wrote about Ophelia. A few weeks later, 
I was in another meditation and I wanted to find out why Ophelia decided to show up now. Spirit guides don't have to be with you for your whole life. Some of them are only with you through certain chapters of your life, through certain lessons of your life. So it's interesting that she showed up after Marlo was born, and I already knew Gladys, and she showed up on the other side of Gladys. I was kind of like, well, what are you here for? What are you here to teach me? If you're showing up, it means something's about to happen to me. When I went into this meditation and posed this question to Ophelia, the answer I received was she was here to teach me how to be more carefree and how to let go and how to have fun. So I see her as this vibrant, gorgeous, dancing, doesn't care what anyone else thinks of her type woman. And I think that's what she wanted me to start embodying within myself. I then ask, okay, what signals or signs will you give me throughout days in my normal life that I know it's you talking to me? And I received 333. And then umbrellas and the moon. Going back to that journal entry, before I had even written about my meditation, I wrote, I keep seeing 333 everywhere. And then a few weeks later, I have a meditation and Ophelia is like, oh yeah, I connect you with 333. So when I went back and read that journal entry and I'm like, I wrote about it and then I meditated about Ophelia. Like, how crazy is that? Like I said, I am my own worst skeptic. So I was like, okay, Ophelia, I have to hear your name, see your name, read your name within the next 48 hours to make sure that I know that you are true. I need like extra confirmation on everything, apparently. So I love to cook. And one day I was cooking dinner. I always listen to music when I'm cooking. And I was listening to one of my playlists. I don't like to listen to random playlists. I like to listen to songs that I've curated because it puts me into a certain mood, especially when I'm cooking. I was listening to one of my playlists and then this random song comes on and it was kind of dark and it was like, uh, uh, and I was like, oh gosh, that's not one of my songs. So I went to my phone to change the song and the song that had started playing was Ophelia by the Lumineers. I was like, oh, oh, hey, Ophelia. Okay, understood, girl. I know you're here. But also, I don't like this song. But I'm going to honor it because it's your name. And so I've actually grown to like the song. But it just was funny that I was like, ooh, I want to turn this song off. And that was the confirmation of her name that I had asked for. It was really cool meeting Ophelia because it made me revive the side of myself that is into psychic development. Remember, I had just had Marlo, and if anyone out there has had a child, you know that those first few months are just, you're just trying to survive. So when I got back into my practice and got back into meditation, to have someone show up kind of almost immediately when I was ready to begin again, it felt really supportive. And it felt like a good first nudge back into it, because now I have Gladys and Ophelia helping me out. Around this same time, I was introduced to Dolores Cannon, who wrote a ton of books about her doing work with the subconscious mind. I devoured them. I could not get enough. And that's when I really started looking into hypnosis therapy, 
and past lives and regressions, that really was all-consuming, I would say, at the end of 2021, besides me starting my podcast. And maybe that was like the propeller, I would say. A lot of the books have to open your mind or you pretty much get scared. So I had to be able to shift my perspective and the structure of my brain to kind of wrap my mind around ideas she was putting in these books. And a lot of it started like ringing something within me. You need to follow this. You need to focus on this. Like, this is so cool. I just couldn't get enough of it. So then, of course, I'm researching into Dolores Cannon and finding out that she had a whole course that she could teach you how to do it. And I was like, okay, well, obviously I should do this. And I put it off for months. The second half of 2021, I really read her books intently and closely. But I also started my podcast in November. So November, December was really podcast driven. And then now we're into the beginning of 2022. And now I'm like, okay, new year. I need to dive into this hypnosis therapy course. I couldn't drop it. As you all know, if you've listened to my podcast, I am licensed to be able to do it now or certified, I would say. You don't need a license. But then when I realized, okay, this is going to sound crazy, and this is how my mind works, and maybe it's right, maybe it's wrong, but I'm putting it out there. When I need to examine something, I think I said this in the beginning of the last episode, I need to see it from all sides. I need to be client. I need to be the person doing it. I need to read the books to understand it. I need to see reviews. I just had to do the course in my mind because I had to see how it worked. I had to believe it for myself because here this woman is writing 20 plus books saying that she's getting all of this information from hypnosis. Well, what the hell? This seems like something everyone would want to do for themselves because it's where all the answers lie. So I got it done and I loved my session. And then I started doing people and I thought it was cool, but it was kind of more boring than I thought. And I don't want to say boring in a bad way, but it was more dependent on the client. And my clients just have ordinary lives and they're lovely people and they have ordinary past lives and there's themes that the past lives did help them with. But I realized that not everyone was going to be able to go under and not everyone wanted to hear what their subconscious had to say. So their subconscious was very quiet and shy and they're not ready for this information. So in doing it, I realized that a lot of the control was within the client's mind. And for me to be able to discover things and find new information and be excited, I couldn't rely on someone else's mind to give me that information or to excite me in that way. So then hypnosis therapy was like, okay, this is a good backup. I will always have this in my pocket and I can do it whenever I need to do it. That's really nice to know and to have, but I need to focus on my mind and being able to tap into it, work for someone who doesn't know how to tap into their own mind. Hypnosis therapy relied a lot on the client being able to tap into a certain mindset. They had to be able to meditate enough to get into a deep somnambulistic state and I had a few that couldn't do that. It means nothing against them at all. For me, I was just like, I'm looking for something that 
if it's going to rely on if someone can go under hypnosis or not, I don't know that that would fulfill me. I need to be able to tap in whenever I need to tap in. And that is only going to be possible if it's within me and through me. One of my friends also at the beginning of 2022 asked me to take a Reiki level one course with her. So I did that, which I actually wanted to do anyway, because again, energy work in any form is something that I'm interested in. I want to check all the boxes just so that I know I can understand a little bit more of how this all works. I think for me, I was trying to connect dots between all of this different light work, this energy work, to see if there was really something real behind it. Reiki is based on channeling white light through your body, through your hands, and then helping the client move their stuck or stagnant energy, move any pain or discomfort that they have with that channeled light. And they ask you to wiggle your toes a lot to like exit all of the stagnant energy from your body. And they work a lot with the chakras. So I learned a good amount in that course. I also learned that Reiki is not for me, but it was a good basis to have, especially learning how the chakras work. After that, (laughs) this sounds so crazy when I'm saying it out loud. I'm like, oh my gosh, I did a lot of things. (laughs) So I also took a mediumship mentor class, which actually was a lot of fun. And I think I want to talk about that on my next episode, just how it worked and who ran it. So I didn't do any connection in 2021, but I had one earlier this year in 2022. Now I'm here. After hypnosis therapy, when I figured out maybe I should rely more on myself than anybody else, I said, okay, this is it. My daughter has been born. I'm not dealing with anything with my mindset right now. I'm just maintaining what I taught myself, basically, because it's an ever-evolving process. But now I have the capacity to be able to redirect my focus into that psychic development again. Because I had this podcast already going, I knew that part of putting myself out there was to be able to find a new community of like-minded people because I know that I'm going to eventually need help. I know that I'm going to need mentorship. I know that I'm going to need people to bounce ideas off of. And while I love everyone that I am surrounded by now, that's not of interest to them, which is totally fine. But I need to be able to have people that are interested in it to talk to. Funny enough, I'm not going to say ironic because I don't believe in irony. I think everything happens for a reason. But I woke up this morning and I meditated and then I drew an oracle card. And I drew the card attraction. And the oracle meaning behind it was that I am starting to attract a newfound community. And I thought that that was such a beautiful way to wake up on a Monday morning. I always record my podcasts on Mondays, the first version at least. Sometimes I end up re-recording it, but I knew I was recording my podcast today. So being able to draw the attraction oracle card really spoke to me about moving forward with this podcast in this manner. I just love having that support on my side. And I don't know, maybe that's why I'm excited to start talking about it more. You, whoever is listening, can also have support like this, but in your own individual way 
that speaks to who you are to your core. And I think everyone should be able to have that offered to them. Okay, the last thing I'm going to say, and this is going to sound made up, maybe? (laughs) I don't know. I can't keep saying those kinds of things. I'm going to stop apologizing for saying things that sound wacky. Here goes. A little while ago, I did a meditation to try and connect more to my spirit guides. Questions like, why are you with me? How do I know you? Were we connected in a past life? So that I could feel more connected to their spirit. With Ophelia, and I always kind of had this premonition that Ophelia was a witch because she had the long white dress on, the long red shiny hair, she loves the flowers dancing in the fields, and it just always, the picture reminded me of like the witches in Salem making earth magic and all of that kind of stuff, but they were deemed bad, they were deemed witches. So she basically confirmed that within me that I thought I was making it up. In meditation, she was like, yeah, nope, that's really how it is. And also, you were with me. I was like, oh, cool, okay. So one of my past lives, apparently, I was actually deemed a witch. And this is the part where you're like, okay, maybe you're making that up because you wanted to be a witch. And maybe I am, but I don't know where I would have pulled that out of. And I don't know why she would have confirmed her name through a song that was not on my playlist. And a million other reasons that I can say. But it felt really, it resonated. It felt really real. And I have given more respect and more honor towards her now. I'm sure going through a life like that as a witch in Salem or wherever was not easy. And in fact, I'm pretty sure she got burned at the end of her life. Yeah, when you open this door, you never know what you're going to get. And that's kind of the beauty of it all. If nothing else, I hope that this opens your mind a little bit. And that's all I have today. So thank you guys so much for listening to Sweet Home Cybel. Mm-hmm.